Whether she's collecting top 10 hits like Candy or acting in the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise or being a favorite on The Voice Australia, multi-platinum recording artist Rita Ora has been on one hell of a ride. I want to let you inside Oh, heaven knows I've tried I wish that I could let you love Wish that I could let you love me Having collaborated with marquee names like Calvin Harris and Iggy Azalea, Rita has been making waves in the music industry for over a decade. But it's not just her powerful vocals and catchy beats that gets her fans excited. It's her bold fashion choices and unapologetic attitude that has helped Rita carve out her own lane. It's really important for me to like bring some sort of reality into my work because I really want people to see where the inspiration comes from and where I'm at in my life. And I wanted to capture the moment. And now the talented multi-hyphenate is back with a new husband, an upcoming new album, and a new single that broke a 30-year record, giving her the title of most UK top 10 singles by a British female artist. This is the Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today, that's Rita Ora. Here's Josh Brew Brubaker. So good to see you. Thank yeah. you for joining the tan couches today for a little podcast action. Well, I'm happy to be here. You know what, Brew? I really am. I I, I can feel it. I yes. feel the meaning. So so happy for you. So many things going on yes. that I want to dive into. Um, speaking of growing up, though, how was growing up? Where, where was your hometown? How was the childhood? <laughs> I mean, listen, that's a, a deep story. Yeah. You know, I grew up in London. Uh, I'm from a little place called Kosovo, which is in Eastern Europe. And yeah, I was really lucky. I grew up in London. I made some incredible friends. And um, that's where my love for music really started. Mm -hmm. I got to go out there for the first time last year, and it was a blast. Didn't spend a ton of time in London. I was in Manchester, but I got to go to Harry Styles' bakery where he started working and stuff. So it was like, as a music fan, you know, it was so cool to just like, I always wondered about how, like what the secret is to the UK, because there's not like a ton of, there's a lot of people, but the music ratio of like rock stars to normal is crazy. Like what, why is music so big and like successful out there? I think it's the, I think it's all the different like cultures. I think the fact that we're so multi what's the word multi-faceted yeah yeah that, that's right yeah like with so many different sort of people from all over the world you know but we all are it's like a mixing pot london so like all the inspirations and the cultures and the races i think it all just sort of like comes together and that's how music and all these lives kind of come to life you know yeah there's such a rich history and it's almost like a pride of wanting to do well. Do you feel that yeah. at all? You're like, you know, I want to represent my homeland. Yeah, I think for me, though, it was like being able to have all these opportunities in London was was super, super important for me. Oh, like starting young, you could jump right into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's why my parents moved us from Kosovo to the UK when I was one to be able to sort of get make our dreams come true and go to good schools and things mm -hmm. like that. How old were you? One. One? Yeah, I was born in 1990. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. 90s babies. I, I love am that. a 90s I love baby, yeah. Something to that. Even the glasses, you know, we, that, that's such yeah. a vibe. Yeah, I just think that like the 90s for me was so, so, so influential, like musically as well. Mm -hmm. And when did you start like music? You're in London, you get to start, was it auditioning or just going to a studio? Yeah, I, I started like in a school choir, you know, at the age of six. And my school teacher said to my parents, like, I think she's got something like good and you should really indulge in that. And then um, 
I auditioned for a couple schools, like music schools, and I got in. And then my parents were like, oh, holy, shit. like I think she's pretty good. Wow. And so yeah, that's how I started. And then I went to music, th- uh, musical theater school, and everything changed. Yeah. Wow. It's been five years since Rita dropped her last studio album, so understandably, fans are ready after getting a taste with the release of her new single and star-studded music video for "You Only Love Me." Now flash forward, look at you taking over the world, doing all the things. One thing She's at a time. She's modeling. She's singing. Yes. She's got an album. And the new song, of course, is out. We talked about it a little bit. Such a fun dance anthem. Thanks. Um, and like it feels like a song that we need we're getting back into this like energy life is good again not that that was like you know it was just some, some sad times the past couple of years like yeah and this is your first song out from the album that's coming do you have a name for the album yet i think uh i do but i haven't shared it yet okay um i do want to save that for when the album comes out which will be around the summertime summertime can't wait you yeah. know the name rita this or that or that yes. is still available <laughs> i know for the album. i feel like i might use that to do like a segment of some sort like a, yeah. maybe i'll just do what you do and just do a podcast this would be great we're gonna yeah. play a game eventually not not today but rita this or that just ask her go up to her in the streets and first she loves when you say hi yes. and that you're a fan yes of her or her husband yes and and play that game with her. Read of this or of that. Yeah, we're just chatty people, man. I just would love a chit chat. It's the best kind of guest. Yeah. That's why I love having you. You have so many cool friends and you got to bring them out for the, the new music video. Yeah, I did. Is that just like a thing of, of reaching out and being like, who's in or do you have a specific vision like I want Lizzie Lohan in this one I mean how did it come together I'm really lucky I've got some friends that think I'm cool so that's nice I basically just said would you like to send a little uh, good luck message um, for my music video and they were all on board and um, I just asked you know and they loved it they loved the idea and they loved the song and I was really lucky I'm happy that they all made it work yeah you gotta check it out schedule. if you haven't seen it yet. It's also wedding themed. Like it's just, it's almost like hard to explain. Yes, because it's, <laughs> it's got like no storyline, but it's just all very fun. Yeah. Um, my friends Kristen Stewart, Lindsay Lohan, Sharon Stone, Jodie Turner Smith, Chelsea Handler—they all send uh, wishing well sort of mar- um, wedding videos, and like the wedding doesn't really turn out how it's supposed to. Yeah. So. I'll leave that there, but make sure you watch it. What a squad, by the way. Like, that's a room I want to be in, is yeah. that group you just mentioned, and you. Thanks. I think you're pretty cool. So Thanks. if you ever texted me for a music video, I would be there. In a heartbeat? Yeah. Got it. In a heartbeat. 30 minutes. You know how the drive is. Yes. From, from this spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be ready for the next one. Because Rita's star power covers the globe, it's hard to remember that she is always a British girl at heart. What do you start your day with? What is, like, the drink of choice? I love the tea. I'm English. I have a cup of tea. I definitely feel like that's my like go to. I have to wake up and have tea, but herbal tea, like a wake up tea or ginger or something. That tea thing's real because when I was out there, I was pounding tea, just knocking it down. I think it's like because it's it's the vibe of it being cooler and it's gray and something about having warm drinks all day is it's just good it tastes nice but do you like coffee not really i'm not a coffee person but i do drink it when i'm like really tired yeah. i have to be like really tired it's almost like the hangover cure maybe is a coffee yeah. the day after yeah or coca-cola that really does the trick i just had a coca-cola i feel great yeah. now you yeah. can tell <laughs> picking up but um that's amazing another hangover thing i saw was that um you get a bowl of ice water like yes. all 
all ice cubes. That works. It does. I do that all the time. I haven't tried it yet. I'm getting scared because like in my 20s, as it goes on, I feel like it doesn't take much and I don't want to feel terrible. Oh, honey, you wait. Because I feel like it doesn't get any easier. Now, in my 30s, I have to like prep for when- I know, but I have to prep for when I know I'm going to go have a drink. So like two nights before, I have to like really dose up on my vitamins. Yeah. Is that what you you just take vitamins? Yeah, yeah. Before? Just like prepare, yeah. See, I'm always a post- like it's that's probably my, the own fault that's but I'm a good that's the problem. before I go to bed like when I drink when I get home I'm very responsible where I'll like get one of those liquid IVs put it in the water and I'll take like a whatever ibuprofen and then go to sleep and usually okay, that that's does okay well you're still like what 26 yeah you're still 26 I don't know it ain't hit me like it's <laughs> it'll hit you when you're th- something happens when at least as soon as you turn 30 like it gets real oh man can't wait yeah <laughs> the joys joys of 30 um, what's the last vacation you took? Um, I guess New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where'd you go? I just went away with my friends uh, again, like super, super just low key and had a good time. Anything for me, like vacation just means like not having work. So I could just be home. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not about having to go somewhere. It's just like having a break from work, for example. Totally. Where's your like go-to spot though? If you had to like... Just totally recharge for me like the countryside and outside of the UK like oh, in really? the fields yeah just like that almost like grounding with nature yeah I like it it's all fresh air like animals like the countryside in England is like crazy beautiful I totally feel that that's yeah good. are you a big packer like when you go on these trips I mean the UK is a pretty long one especially from here you gotta take a, a lot yeah oh no, not really no. I feel like I definitely have my go-to looks mm-hmm because I do love to dress up. So, um, you know, I got to pack the looks. You have to. And that's yeah. like, a, what, two carry-ons in itself where you have like... Three. Three at least. Three carry-ons and then 17 suitcases. That's a fun check-in at the airport <laughs> when you reel those things I'm in. I'm kidding. Not really. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Um, I would love to know just from your wisdom of being, whether it's music or just life, what was the, some of the best advice Rita Ora has ever received? I think it's... Um it's basically to not take it too personal. Mm. Like in the moment when things sort of don't work out or you don't get the result that you want at the time, it just, it's about, you know, the universe has other plans for you. So I feel like it's never personal, especially in this business. That's some really good advice. Yeah. What about some of the worst advice? Is there anything you've heard that you're like, oh my gosh, whether it be through trials or you're just hearing it on the spot, you're like, I don't know. I don't feel like, no. That's good. I don't think I have had the worst advice. I mean, I mean, I don't talk to those types of people. Exactly. You, know? you have the good head on your shoulders already to where like, yeah, that stuff's to, not going to get through. I talk through. to people that are like positive, like want you to win. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Worst advice people need to just get completely axed out of your life. Cut them out. Yeah. Get rid of them. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Eric Zachary here, one of the hosts of the Spout Podcast. Now, obviously, I'm not on today's episode. That is my dude, Brew and Rita Ora. We'll get back to that in a second. Hopefully, you're enjoying that conversation. But I did want to let you know that my episode with Zara Larson is coming out in less than two weeks. We talk about everything from her new song, Can't Tame Her. So her training to become a helicopter pilot. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. Yeah. I started off wanting to fly airplanes and... Um, Careful. Mm. I'm an airplane guy, so mm. don't offend me. <laughs> what, is it too easy? Is that it? <laughs> yes. 
my full conversation with Zara Larson again coming out in less than two weeks on Spout. Now, before we get back to Brew and Rita Ora, real quick, I wanted to talk to you about Factor. Now, I'm a guy who likes to cook for myself. I do, but I'm also busy. <laughs> and I like to eat healthy, but again, I'm also busy. So I find myself heading to fast food just a little too often. That's where Factor is the perfect in-between. You can fuel up fast with ready-to-eat nutritious meals delivered straight to your door. They come to you in one of these ice cooler type boxes. You just put them in the fridge and they're good for the week. Whenever you're ready, you just throw them in the microwave. Two minutes, two and a half minutes tops and you're good to go. They're flavor packed and I don't just mean that. I'm not just reading words here. Like they're genuinely delicious. Plus they're healthy. You're living life to the fullest. You have keto options, calorie smart options, vegan, veggie options, protein plus options, whatever your dietary wants, desires, needs are, Factor has you taken care of. There's over 34 choices. Plus on top of that, you can actually round out your meal with snack supplies. There's over 36 different sweets, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying options that you can add on. So if you're ready to make the jump right now, check out this deal. Factormeals.com slash spout50. You use the code SPOUT50, you're getting 50% off your first box. 50% off. Again, that code SPOUT50 at factormeals.com slash SPOUT50 to get 50% off your first box. I'm Bella Giannulli. And I'm Jamie Belushi. And we are the hosts of the Nail Polish Sisters podcast. We've got a lot of questions. And luckily, this podcast is about us bringing on friends, experts, and very interesting people each week who can help answer those questions. We've been best friends since we were five, and it's time to open up the inner circle. I think we'll be friends. Tune in Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us at the Nail Polish Sisters. While it's Rita's music career that put her on the map, Rita's talents and passions extend outside of a recording studio. And with her recent marriage, Rita is able to share those passions with her partner. Mixology. Yes. <laughs> you're passionate about it. I mean, this is the podcast where we talk about the things that you're more than just famous for. So um, what, where does that come from? Is it just like from your experience, maybe making drinks and you're I like... Love, I love hosting. Yeah. You know, I mm -hmm. feel like I love having people come over to the house and make dinners and do like fun, have fun conversations, play good music and pouring people crazy cocktails in there. I like them being like, oh my gosh, you're actually really good at it. And I love drinking. You know, I have my own tequila, Prospero. It's fantastic. And so I try to experiment like and make the best cocktails with my own tequila. What's your best drink? Like you could make me one drink just to be like, oh, everyone's going to love it. You know, I know everyone's different in tastes, but like the well, best drink you can make. I guess I make a good margarita mm. and I'm not just saying it because my name's in it. Oh yeah. That's the other thing I wanted to ask about. So we have the game, this or that, but like the margarita, like, is that, yeah. is that official somewhere? It's good. Mine's like a sort of blood orangey type Ooh. of margarita. It's really yummy. I love a good margarita. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And then the Rita Ora party, like it's just games. We, it's fire pits. How important is the fire pit? <laughs> yeah, important. I just like it. To, I like the scene to be like really cozy so people can like really just, call, you know, be calm and like drink and feel really relaxed. It's underrated. That's where the stories come out is yeah. around the fire pit. Like I wish we would have had one here. It might be a little dangerous with the, yeah. the fire thing right there, but yeah. we need like a virtual fire pit. Um, getting married and it's to a guy that people are fans of, of course, in his film. Is that like kind of brought you into that world more because you're a fan already. Have you always been like a fan of film? Um, you know, Taika and I are very similar in a lot of different ways. You know, creatively, I think that we both have the, have the same drive. You know, we definitely inspire each other, but uplift each other too. And it's important to encourage your partner because I feel like that is when you make the best. And um, 
you know, I was already always a film buff and sometimes I like really create intense films and sometimes I just like silly rom-coms, you mm-hmm. know. Um so I I do I do like to share my knowledge but also like share my tastes and I'm like, "Hey Tiger, let's watch this something that you probably wouldn't usually watch." Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's fun. It feels nice and this stuff happen at home where you're like picking his brain about like almost industry terms or like you know behind the movie you're like oh this is how they're doing that does that come up a lot when you're watching stuff yeah for sure i ask crazy questions like does that look real is that green screen like all that type of stuff because i feel like all those little secrets you know don't we don't really know about i those. have a million questions about avengers yeah. <laughs> how does this stuff happen um dream role of acting or even in the film doesn't even have to be acting your dream directing job um what role would you go down I think it would be like, um, I guess a role about how I kind of grew up, like a really great struggling role, like growing up in the hood of London and kind of making it out like a success story. I think that would be a really cool role to play. It's like a drama? Yeah. A drama with some like dark comedy. Yeah. That's the best. Who'd play, who would play you? I don't know. I guess me. Yeah. You could, I think totally. I'd like to play my older version of myself, but a younger me, I mean, I don't know. I the technology is amazing. You could play yourself. Yeah. You just got to like maybe be on your knees or get crawling for a little bit while you're a kid and then. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like me now in, as an adult. Wow. That could be the dark humor part. Exactly. <laughs> you already Button, got it. Rita exactly. Ora. Wow. That's so fun. And I love that rom-coms are coming back. It seems like those are more and more like whether it's a streaming platform that's putting the money into them and stuff. Like I miss those. They kind of went away. I think that's a representation of everyone just really wanting to feel happy again. The lighthearted stuff, you know? Yeah, it's like Everyone's people so are done with the intense like, deep. like personally, I'm like, I'm exhausted already. You know, it's like, I want to see something easy. I want to hear something that makes me happy. It's like, I want to be watching a movie and feel like I can dream, you know, like things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was dreaming of the craziest outfit I could for the Grammys. And I was talking to you about the red carpet the other day. And I went with a purple suit, by the way. We didn't talk about this. I went oh, lavender. Cool. Oh, yes to It you. worked pretty good. Great. It worked pretty good. I didn't make any lists. It's a good but color. Yeah. It's, I heard that my skin is, is one of the only ones that compliments lavender. I don't know. They probably so Pastel. totally- Pastel. They lied to me. They were just like, yeah. No, you've got great skin. <laughs> probably. But they. Um, it was a cool thing, kind of getting out of my, in my Chalamet era, trying to get into that stuff. Rita's personal style has graced red carpets and magazines for years. So it's always a natural inclination to wonder if she will start designing for herself one day. You love fashion. Do you have any, um, first of all, like your own brand at all? Do you have plans to maybe make a fashion line at some point? Yeah, I mean, over the years, I've had lots of collaborations, you know, like with Adidas and things like that. My collaboration with Adidas started by a real natural relationship build. And I love the brand. It's so iconic and it supports musicians in so many ways for so many years. What they did with Run DMC to kind of like their traditional sweatpant to their truffle being so iconic with the three stripes. I wanted to have something to do with that movement. So I think I finally realized that I could do something with this incredible, German brand and really make it something where you know kids my age 24 or younger or older have something they can afford I think one day uh, I'll definitely do like a line but it has to just be something I I wear you Mm -hmm. know so I think I I definitely will have a couple things up my sleeve Mm. have you done the fashion weeks at all in like Paris or New York or anything I've done them all honestly You yeah, know. those are interesting. I've been, I, uh, I've been around for a minute, you know, so I've seen a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, my girlfriend to the Paris one, and it was, again, so not my arena or anything, but it's so interesting to see, one, the experimental part of it, two, how they go all day, um, 
and they never have food, which I think is really bad <laughs> <laughs> for these people. Yeah. But it's so cool to see. I don't know. It's just a whole other different art. And I see how people, you know, really get into that and like get invested in the creation of a new, a new trend almost. And that's kind of what it is. Yeah, well, fashion means a lot of things to people. You know, it's a real lifeline for some people. It gives them purpose. It makes them feel like they're alive. So that's what fashion is for me. How are you about trends with like social media? Does it not change the way you make music, but like, does it make you think differently about how to maybe promote it or how to play with it on different apps, um, you know? I like social media. I think that if you're the if you're real, it works. I like I like like the no makeup, real in the moment type of stuff. I feel like that's what's so cool about social media. Mm-hmm. I'm always curious about like what would be on your for, for you page because it's such an interesting app where everything's like it's a level playing field where you know I, I've been so it's been so cool to hear like artists see a TikTok I've made and it just blows my mind every time. But what is your like you're scrolling? What do you what's kind of your niche? Um, lots of animals, lots of. Um, random pranks scaring people just things like that cool like little makeup tips i love that we have like the same for you page i don't have the makeup stuff with the pranks and the animals yeah i like animals acting crazy and i don't know tiktok's great so i like i'm very entertained by it yeah for sure Beyond her multifaceted career, Rita has always been a vocal advocate for many causes near and dear to her heart, like her role as an ambassador for UNICEF. One last thing I want to touch on is your UNICEF UK ambassador, which is so amazing. Um, Such a cool organization. And it's with like such big heavy hitters who are trying to like, you know, accomplish one major goal with children. Um, What does it mean to be a part of that? As an ambassador, you know, UNICEF is, first of all, one of the longest charities ever. And over the years, they've proved how it really does work. And they're really focused on the next generation, which I just think is so important. And also the immigrants and refugees. What does being Kosovo mean to you? Well, it's me. It's what my blood is. It's what you feel under my skin. It's who I am as a woman. It's what I am, what I represent. Were you a refugee? Were you a refugee family? I was, yes. We were, sorry. And you were fleeing the war that was about to break out? Yes. We left because my father didn't want to attend the army. He chose to bring up his children instead. It, it was something that my mother and father chose for us. As parents, I, I am not one, but I can imagine you would do anything for your children. So they did just that, and I'm very, very grateful. As one myself, being one, I think having a story like mine, which is like living this life, having this incredible job, and it just shows as an example, like if we give these kids these opportunities and these chances, like they could also really genuinely become a version of themselves that they would never have thought could be possible. So I think that's what I'm really just focused on, like giving people the hope and and hoping these kids get just at least a good chance at life. That's amazing. Yeah. We're doing some really cool things and it's so fun getting to catch up about all of it. The album coming soon. What's one thing everyone needs to know about it? Like what what can we expect in summer? It just feels good. It's a feel good record at the, this year for sure. Um, just get ready to just be told a love story. Mm-hmm. You Only Love Me is out now. Yes. People should stream it. Yes. Use it on TikTok. Yes. Request it on the radio. Yes. Catch her on the street and say hi and you're a fan. Everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for hanging out on the Spout Podcast. It means so much. And can we just see you on tour? Yes. That's coming. Next year for sure. The children's book, right? Everything. <laughs> we start pitching stuff. Yeah, Kung just, Fu Panda on yeah, Netflix. Just start pitching everything <laughs> for sure. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. To see more of our conversations, search Spout Podcast on IG or Twitter or at spoutpodcast.com. 
This episode of The Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media. Hosted by Josh Brew Brubaker, written and narrated by Tamara Dia, produced by Mark Long, and edited and created by Phil Becker. Spout. 